Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They would never say to the Jewish community, don't say that Hitler eradicated you guys. Just say that he didn't like some Jews and he he took some different routes in the way that he wanted right. more Germans to be in this area than right. than Jewish uh, he, heritage people. They would never say to the Japanese, don't say that we bombed you. We didn't, don't say that we blew you to a million pieces. Just say that you lost a couple soldiers while they were out at bay. It's not radical for the Jewish community to get reparations for something that didn't happen on American soil. It's not radical for people that died in the Titanic to get reparations. But why is it radical for the people that built this country who still don't even own 1% of the wealth that they created why is that still radical welcome to wow black a seriously opinionated podcast bringing you the real and raw on anything happening wow black if black culture's there we're there if you're pissed or empowered then let's talk about it Ride with us on this all-black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Man, how you feeling about what's going on with activism right now? A lot's changed in 2020. We're doing things differently. What you feeling about it? It's right a now? lot of, it's movement. It's, it's, you seeing people now. It's, it's like it's been re- invigorated and we're in the spotlight, in my opinion. Are we effective? I don't know yet. I think it may be a little early to gotcha. tell. Like long-term, strategically, are we effective? I don't know. I think, I think time will tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we got somebody in the studio today that's going to be able to help us figure this out. And it's, man, it's mm-hmm. honestly a shame that we have not had her on the show before. We've talked to people all around her. I've been following her and watching her. Mm-hmm. But I am so glad we got her on the show today. So before I introduce Ms. Shar Bates, I want to give you just a little bit about her background. Shar's a creator, producer, a host, and an activist. Her resume is extensive and spans from creating mentorship programs to hosting community events. From pioneer status on indie radio to social justice journalism. From behind the scenes and in the streets, activism the media outlets everywhere, including BET's Cop Watch America. She's been featured and contributed to every place from VH1 to OK Magazine, rolling out to Bossip. Because of her dedication to the movement in all capacities, from planning to protesting, she's also earned the nickname, which I love, Martin Luther Queen. So it's <laughs> our pleasure to have Ms. Shar Bates, Martin Luther Queen, on Wild Black. Shar, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. And it's Malcolm Luther Queen because you gotta have you gotta have that 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 love, and then you gotta have that tough love. You know that yeah, revolu- yeah. that revolutionary love. Oh, that's even dope. <laughs> the, the, the don't get it twisted. Dope, that's love. Both, right? <laughs> both energies. A little bit in of there. Malcolm, a little mm-hmm. bit of Martin. You need, you know, you need a little bit of both of them. But no, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I I definitely love what you guys do. Yeah, I love that you um come from a different perspective and actually allow uh, voices that don't just go along with the mainstream to be heard because, you know, we are censored even within our own community yeah, sometimes. that's so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. We, we talk everything here. I mean, because ultimately, the perspective that I have is the people who listen are better when they have options in who to believe, who to trust, and how they think. I have my own perspective, and I don't force it on them, but we've brought some great guests, had some amazing conversations. Oh, yeah. And I know today ain't gonna be no damn different. By the way, you know you can, you know you can't <laughs> what curse we do. here, right? Oh, I thought you said can't. I was oh, about no, to say, no, oh no, 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 I no, you can't. I start off by saying like your email now. What <laughs> 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 <thought> you said? <laughs> this is a free zone. There are no rules. You do it how you want to do it. Well, I lied. There are some rules, and one of them is we got to do this wild black shit. We got to do that, That's bro. You want to take her through it? Yeah. So check it out. We got three. I just noticed we ain't giving no heads up. We, we, we <laughs> yep, she, she, we got to give it's a little bit of content. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. It's all good. I'm going to roll with it. For sure. Three questions. The last question is our signature questions. The two, the first two questions just to get you warmed up. You already warmed up. So these, these, 
Yeah, this is what she do. So these are gonna be more fun. And then the third one is is our question we ask every single guest, our signature question. Are you ready to get started? Sure. All right. If you grew up in the hood, you know about stores with penny candy. Absolutely. See, I, I knew it. Give us your top three penny candy favorites. Well, they ain't pennies no more. They sold them like that. They sold them like They seem like they have dollars. Dollar now. Be a dollar box. <laughs> right. Because back in the day, the candy had a whole bag for a dollar. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely uh, the the fruities. Okay. The little fruities. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the gummy joints. Yeah, the one, the chewy ones. Um, fruit punch, blueberry, uh-huh. strawberry. Um, let me see what else. There ain't really too many penny candies, but I definitely still love Chico sticks. Chico, Chico sticks, sticks my I heart. still love Chico yes. sticks. That's an old hood favorite. Yes. I don't know if y'all know about Boston Baked Beans. You yes. know what I'm saying? What you talking about? Jesus, yes. Jesus old school. You know, it's, yes. there's the a penny box? family Hell community. Yeah. Look like the little raisin box. Mm-hmm. There's a penny family community. Them the you know that I really saying? don't penny know what flavor community. they are. I just enjoy them. Yes. Yeah. The you know, so I would stick. definitely have to say the Fruities, <laughs> Chico Sticks, and Boston Baked Beans. Okay. That's like what's that up. Answer. That, I, I love that answer. What, Bro, what flavor is a Boston Baked Bean? Like, I've had it. Boston. Love it, but it's I don't even, know what... Yeah, like, how how no the fuck do you say what that bean. is? It's, it's a like a bean, little huh? drop of, of, of cherry brown um, goodness. Something, right. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's in there. I don't, I don't know that. what's in the Chico sticks. But we was fucking them up as a kid. But those boy. Chico sticks... Chico sticks go hard. To yeah, the day. Bro, you still if you don't got no water, though, it could be a situation... Chico sticks. <laughs> Chico sticks throw you off your you. game now. Yeah, right. they, they'll get you now. Oh, you those will be, be locked careful. up on you, right. Gotta yes. be, you know, you know, lubricated. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Speaking, we got that water for you right there, ma'am. I appreciate it. Yeah. Can I go live? Or... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have at it. Have at it. Well, bro, what, you, what was your candies? Oh, shit. Uh, Chico stick, without a doubt. Uh, man, that's my top. Mike and Ike was my shit. Mike and I, and I'm sure Mike and I ain't, ain't Negroes, but we sure ate the shit out that can. Yeah, that that Mike and I go hard. And the third one, I don't remember what they was called, but it was the straws with the sugar joint inside. Uh-huh. What, what was they called? Um, I do like the candy straws, but you talking about the one, the pixie stick, yeah, where you had to cut, about. and yeah. then it come out. Come out. Mm-hmm. You pour it out. On, wait, wait, wait. What's your IG? Wow underscore black podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Wow underscore black podcast. No underscore. Just wow underscore part. black. No podcast. If you really think about it, if you think about the candy back then, you oh, think about the like, candy cigarettes and how fucked up that that idea oh, was. Oh, it was candy horrible. cigarettes. Horrible. Why were they giving us candy right. cigarettes back then? Yeah. Then we used black. Right. And it wasn't even nothing to... <laughs> wow. They was trying to get us hooked for real. Right. But look, I bet nobody thought that that was but a, see, one of that, their favorite candies, though. To say and it wasn't deep, good. But that just goes to show how deeply rooted the racism and stuff is. Because I bet you, I, I, I would pay cash money if we could find some white people to mm-hmm. say that they had candy that didn't cigarettes. live in the hood. Right. They, they did that not have candy They got candy cigarettes, cigarettes growing up. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I highly doubt it. You killed that first one. Second question. It's getting cold outside, and that means it's chilly weather. Cold um, season. <laughs> it's hey, definitely that season, hey, too. It's big boy season. Forget what you heard. We ready. Right. We ah. ready. We, we got the warmth. That's right. Yeah. And if you, hey, if you wasn't, try, if you wasn't checking for me in July... Your ass is chilly. Don't holler at me right now. You cold to the motherfucker. <laughs> you out here, you out here shivering like a motherfucker. He said, "Listen, he said, don't be trying to, don't be trying to get on the teddy bears now. Right, right. If we trying want, to cuddle. If you been, if you was on abs in the summer, right. Stay on abs in the winter, cause you know them dudes, they back with their main girl now. That's they right. They, right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have. We should have a question for that one, right? I was, I'm chilling. I'm so, chilling. So check it out. <laughs> So we we black oh. people we eat chili when it get cold. The question is, well, what's in the chili bowl? Like, what do you put in your chili? And real talk, there's a story behind this. I got into a semi argument with a friend of mine because this individual eats chili a very specific way, and I said, "Don't know black person." Oh in my America goodness, is this like this another? Way. Is this like another either salt? And 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 pepper or sugar and butter question like grits eh? it, exactly it could be. exactly okay go ahead with your question no that's it what do you put it what do you put in your well chili? I mean my chili is lit 
first of all, I am a uh, back newly vegetarian, um, so it's definitely no meat. But right. um, in my chili, sour cream, cheese, sour cream and cheese is mm-hmm. bomb. And sometimes I, I might be that. feeling... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And a little suave. So I throw some avocado in there. And okay. the chili, though? Listen, have you had it? No. That's, that's some new, that's some new level Once Negro shit right there. It. Okay. Right. It's like when you discover ketchup and ranch for your fries and you meet this new world. It's the same thing for your chili. Don't try to go too fast and do the avocado. Just do the (laughs) sour cream and cheese and come back and holler at me and tell me how your chili tastes. Okay. I'm, the sour cream and the cheese is... I'm, I'm with you. Here, here was the crux of the problem. I got to hear where you, you fit to come with this. This person <laughs> told me that when they do chili, they have rice in it. And it... What would you do with the rice? That was my point. Like, Why what, would you, what do you put rice in there? That's some white people shit. That, thank you. That's definitely... I mean, but when do you, you cook heard this that, rice? You? you know what it is, though? That's probably... You, are a, you the culprit? Th- no, 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 <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, I was talking no, to the mic. Uh-uh, no, oh, no, no, no. I was no. about to say, not it, the host. It, it's probably a white guy. No, it's a sister. Okay. She Where's she from? Florida. Oh, you know, she I don't know. She must have grew up really, really poor. I don't know. Because that's a filler. Like, yeah, rice is a filler. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so instead you, of you the they put rice in it. You definitely grew up poor if you're putting rice inside of your chili. Like, you, and then you must ain't have no real black. No, I ain't even oh. going to give you that excuse to be poor. Mm-mm. Because my mama will beat your ass if you wasted some rice inside of chili. Because she going right. to say you got enough food right here with the with chili. The food. Yeah. yeah. The rice, no, that's a whole did other you, portion of it. Cra- was it crackers in there though? See, this is I got thing. stuck on that because I told her I was like, I bet the rice was the crackers though. That's, that's not problem. right. That's it. Right. I, I mean, I'm just trying. That was as bad as spaghetti. Put rice, y'all seen I ain't never seen nobody do that before. I ain't never seen that happen. That's but, right. That's but, not right. Thank you. All right, we all on Consensus the same page. Consensus is met. All right. Third question. Signature question. What do you love most about life while black? I love that we are. Chameleons. Mm. I love that I can walk into a boardroom and sound Ivy League. I love that I can turn around and go right to the bathroom and, you know, take my earrings off and put some hoops in and go chill with my friends. Mm -hmm. I love that we can switch it off at any time. I love that we are survivalists and we can adapt. to any surroundings because we were born in survival mode and we we just don't I just love how dope we are. I love how many layers to us it is. We're like onions, you know, and you have to have the privilege of getting to our cores. I love that. The privilege you have to have the privilege. Like we have to allow you to, to get to that point. You do. It's a privilege. That's I love dope. that. I love that. That's dope. I hadn't heard it broken down. Like you have to it's a privilege. Layers to get to and it's core. a privilege to get to the core. Because yeah. you got to think about it in order for you to feel comfortable, like it's a certain level of um, boundaries that we have when we're around people that are, that are not like us. That's true. And so yeah. um, I think that people, even people of other colors, you know, when we it's a like when we get that comfortable where we feel like we can let our hair down, that's a different level of trust yeah. that we have for other black people that we that's don't real. even know. That's yeah. real. That is so true. So that that's like the the anti code switching is when we get to that point to yeah. where it's it's just we wide I'm, open. I'm letting you into all of me. Yeah, Correct. when you yeah, take yeah. down the code switching, that's something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's up. Cool. So we'll move into the dope quote, and the dope quote is words from history, religion, theology, politics, music, literature, but they come from the mouth of someone black, and they have impact on us today. Mm-hmm. And they're relevant to the episode. And, and I chose this one very specifically because we were talking to you. And 
I see you undoubtedly as a as a leader in our community, right? I've, I've seen you at, at marches. I've seen yep. what you put out from a content, social media. And, and I watch how people gravitate towards you, listen to you, and follow you. And I think that's an amazing trait. And I also think that this quote is so relevant to you because you've obviously figured this out. You have to know what sparks the light in you so that in your own way can illuminate the world. And, and that is by Miss Oprah Winfrey. When you hear that quote... What does it bring to mind for you? And I'll, I'll read it one more time. You have to know what sparks the light in you so that in your own way can illuminate the world around you. Even though I added a word around you, but you know. <laughs> um, <over> slash <laughs> this. <laughs> um, I definitely uh, immediately think of self-care because if you are not 100% then you can't be the person that the people around you are depending on and need anyway. 100. Mm. You know, because if you are not 100%, then you could possibly ruin a relationship or something because you didn't do your self-care work for that day. Yeah. You know, because you weren't even at the capacity to be in that place in the first place. So they're experiencing sides of you that they're not supposed to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked about it in terms of, it sounds selfish when you hear it said on an airplane, but there is something very central to when they tell you to put your mask on first before Absolutely. you put it on others, right? Because the reality is if you are panicked in any capacity, you aren't helping anybody. Nope. So hearing you talk about the need to have self-care of yourself to make sure that you are in tip-top shape, because if you're not in tip-top shape, Can't do nothing. your impact is, is minimized, right? And at that point, you have to then realize that you are not living up to the promise that was put inside of you. There's something that's put inside of you that you're supposed to give away to completion, Absolutely. right? That's our contribution to the world. And if you're not healthy, you can't do that. We'll, we'll jump into this core part of the interview and conversational questions, all that. But the, the first thing I want to ask you is, what is your idea? What is your POV on the state of Black America in late 2020, early 2021? We have a long way to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have come leaps and bounds this year. Um, I am very much so proud of us. We are awakening in ways that I think that our civil rights leaders have fought for us to be awakened in a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm proud of us that we're not only um, awakening uh, politically, but we're also awakening spiritually mm-hmm. and uh, we're eating better. And we, it, it's a, it's, it, we have had to come back together to yeah. a certain extent. Um, I think that if anything is hurting us, it's social media and mainstream media, yeah. you know, um, because I think that it's a certain level, it's a certain percentage of our people that um, I don't want to say that we can't save, but I think that they have been so heavily influenced that we just have to keep doing our job and allow them to awaken when it's their time. Yeah, yeah. And on their own. Yeah. But I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us. Um, you know, even at the beginning of this year, you know, some of the things that I would say, people would be shocked and like, uh-uh. Now, where they're even if they disagree, they're like, okay, I can, you know, they're they're at least, oh, they're they. You've seen too much to ignore certain things anymore, unless you're just ignorant. Yeah. yeah. Yep. At this point, yep. if, if you're choosing to be ignorant, you know, but um, I'm so proud of so many transformations, especially these young people. Yeah. These kids are just, they just they just make me so happy when I think about them. They so show I'm, up and show out. I am wow. excited to see what they're about to do because they do not take no shit. They do not. And I like it. They do I not. I love it. I love they it. They do not. <laughs> I mean, you're so right. There's, the way I see it is that across 2021, there have been a whole lot of black folks who not only woke up to what was happening around them, a whole lot of folks in general, but talking specifically to my people, that have woken up to what's around them and what's inside of them, but in addition have found their way to be much more comfortable with who they really are. Exactly. Right? And, and, and there's a, I mean, myself included, right? What, what's yeah. happened this year has helped me to even feel more comfortable being who I am authentically in all the way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of power that comes from 
not diverting energy into being someone or something else that we can then use when we accept that. And, and that's, that, that's a major, major thing. Absolutely. So to, to build on that, when you talk about the impact of social media, the impact of media, what do you think the role of an activist is in helping people to continue this growth, even with the impact of social media everywhere? We have to continue to educate and inform um, and allow people to make their own decisions. Um, and I say this, and I know it's easier said than done, right? but we have to uh, deliver more news as unbiased as possible and without emotion. Because sometimes we yeah. are telling people how to think and feel yeah. versus allowing them to develop their own feelings and then getting mad at the way people respond when if you had have just reported the news and that, and I'm learning this myself, <laughs> you know, um, it won't be as much blowback coming towards you, but some people are just angry and they're going to come at you anyway. But I think the, 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 the most important things is, is making sure that we stay more solution-based instead of complaining, you know, inform and educate. But try to bring some solutions and some different things to uh, eradicate it. it. More call to actions. We need more call to actions instead of just talking about it. Like, okay, what's the next step? Giving, giving people options in how to join the fight. And, you know, I, I think it's important for us to realize that is you know, it's different positions within the movement. Yeah. And every single... Everybody's not supposed to be frontline. Everybody's Everybody not ain't supposed to do the to same be, thing. Everybody's not supposed to do the same thing. So encourage people to act, get activated in their own way and how that maybe start. If you can find a way to um, apply your expertise to the liberation and freedom of our people, that's the best way to start. 100. Because we don't we don't need a whole we don't need a million people trying to fight, trying to fight, figure out how to do some shit. Uh, <laughs> we need some LeBrons. We got to have some people that are, that is their specific and sole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I like, I like the fact that, that you mentioned, um, staying as close as possible to what truth looks like, like the truth and not heavily influencing it with a whole bunch of emotion because that does turn certain people off and it gets, it messes the signal up. Right. But when you stick with the raw facts and that data point, oh man, it, it it's, compelling. It's hard to look away from that. Like you say, oh, this person's just being really emotional. But no, if the facts are there and you laying them out, then it's like, hey, this is nothing to do with emotion. This is just pure it's facts. True. This is yeah. what happened. Yeah. And that's it. And that's, that's, I think. And if you stick to the facts and also crediting the source, yeah. then what can they say? If you tell them this is where it came from, this is what was said. So then you leave. I, I think that we can do a better job of putting the ball back in the people's court mm -hmm. versus in their emotions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think it, it ties nicely into what we just said about being yourself, right? If you recognize that you are a strategic planner and not a frontline protester, right? If you recognize that you are good at the financing and the accounting, the movement needs all of those applications, right? They Absolutely. need people to do every one of those roles. And anytime those roles are not filled, then the entire process and progress is then weakened, right? Because you do need that. So, you know, realizing who you are, Embracing who you are and understanding what your personal gifts are can drive us forward more than can anything else. You should, you should not pretend to be something that you're not for the emotion that comes from the feeling you get from watching someone do that. So one, one thing I definitely want to talk about today, because 2020 has, has created a lot, right? They, it has created a whole lot of people who talk about being activists and claim to be activists <laughs> that ain't. It has created a whole bunch of people who talk about being allies, but ain't never done nothing for nobody, <laughs> right? I want to talk about that, right? So, like, what is, what is your perspective on this new buzzword of allyship? What, what does allyship, in your opinion, truly look like? I want to, there's, some, there's some folks out there talking about their allies, but they ain't never picked up a book. They never stepped foot in the march. They, <laughs> they, never, they, they no never donated a, a dollar. They, no they never told a family member, shut the fuck up. Yeah. They, they ain't never done anything, but yet they want to be an ally, right? What's, what's your, your POV on that? Well, I think that allies need to not code switch. 
Mm-hmm. If if you claiming that you down for black people and you support the movement, are you supporting when you get around back right. around your daddy? Right, exactly. Are you contributing to these racist ass exactly. connotations and stereotypes when you get back amongst the people that may not automatically or assumably have the same type of opinion as the average black person. Mm -hmm. Um, What are you doing with your, are you actively doing something with your privilege? Have you tried, you know, because I've talked to some people that feel like they're an ally. And then I talk to other people like, no, like I've been out there at the marches. I've denounced my racist parents. I've told them about them. I've, I've, you know what I'm saying? Joined the organizations, like, but I'm not going to go and loot and riot. What do like, I don't want to do this part or that part. Like, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? And I think that a true ally um, understands that you don't understand until you allow us to um, verbalize those feelings to you and you actually are with us enough to experience. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Us, like, for instance, um... You know, I talked to someone before and they were saying that they were talking to one of their uh, white friends, um, a lawyer, mm. and he didn't believe that he was experiencing a certain type of racism until they entered a building where they kept asking him for his ID and all of this information and they didn't ask the other person. Right. They didn't ask the, the white guy. And after that, he was like, you know what? I'm so sorry that I didn't listen to you before. This is what I'm going to do. And he actually helped him, you know, in some business stuff to get into some doors that if he had just went in as a blackface by himself, he would not like use your privilege to the betterment of the people that you're saying that you don't want to be oppressed anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's a act. Love is an action word. Yeah. Even if it, it can be something as small as you seeing, um, Black people going back and forth about a subject and you seeing white people tear them down yeah. and 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 you understand what black people are trying to say and you understand how white people came to that assumed, you know, assumption, mm-hmm. then educate them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and I think that um we also have to understand sometimes, you know, that uh this is still a process for them. And while we want you know, I absolutely think that more allies should speak up and don't just, um, you know, pander at certain times when it's convenient. That's another thing. Stop pandering. Just living that in 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 your in your everyday life. You know what I mean? And even just trying to get a better understanding, giving back in the ways that you can. And you know, sometimes just just listen. Don't contribute to the stereotypes. Yeah. What do you think is our responsibility as black folks inside of allyship? And what I mean by that is I have gone back and forth with being the plug, if you will, right? <laughs> right. I've sat down. I've had conversations oh, that work. with white folks. And, you know, we, we talk about like, hey, go check out this movie. Go read mm-hmm. this book. Have mm-hmm. you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Have you considered this? And there's a huge part of me who actually enjoys doing that because I feel like I'm contributing to our progress by helping more people to understand what this looks like. Other side of me is like, I'm so fucking tired of having this conversation, right? Why should I have to plug into this? It takes much more of my energy just to exist, breathe, and not get shot every day that I'm walking, right? So what kind of advice do you have for people who might be sitting (laughs) in that same position, feeling an obligation, but also feeling tired? We ain't as tired as our ancestors. Ooh, say that again. <laughs> say we that not. again. We not. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, we can, unfortunately, you don't want to miss an opportunity mm. for another black person not to have to deal with that. Yep. You know, here's the thing, y'all. Is some people that is going to let you get away with stuff 
Mm-hmm. And then you have some people that's like me, where the book stops here. <laughs> sometimes you, honestly, sometimes you do have to teach white people a lesson. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to teach your own people a lesson. Mm-hmm. But in this allyship, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to educate them on why you don't want to do that. Because sometimes it's life or death. Because sometimes white people have been around some real passive black people mm-hmm. that let them get away with some stuff that... If you say around the wrong black person, you're going to get your head cracked. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? And, then, and, and and deeper than them being hurt, that person going to jail. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to remember that everybody don't have as much patience as the next person. Right. So if you have that patience, please take the time to educate that white person <laughs> before somebody else take the time to show them. Because everybody ain't going to talk about it. Some people is yeah. just going to show you. So, you know, and then also, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're hoping that they pass on the word yeah. around the table, you know? But the thing about it is, is that I think it's a healthy balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, I think that, um, I think that we have to make sure that we let them know that we're stern, but also with love. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and that's where mm-hmm. the Malcolm Luther Queen part comes in because sometimes, that. you know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes it's just not a right way to deliver a message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes we need to um, make sure that we get them to understand that it is a plethora of a lot of different... T- it's a plethora of black people, you know? Yeah. And what worked on that black person over there ain't gonna necessarily work on this mm-hmm. black person over here. And sometimes they need to learn. I think that it's important for us to give them the origin of things because sometimes they be looking at things from just right here and right now. It was just like with the police, how, you know, if more white people understood the foundation and basis of mm-hmm. what the police were created to do, mm-hmm. then they would more solely, if they understood that even in their training, even in their training that it's racist, if they understood that automatically dogs, you know, go to darker complected people, then like, if they understood that yeah. they were, they started off as slave patrol, then I think that they would understand a lot more and stop trying to make up an excuse for this part, this situation or that situation. And then sometimes, you know, I'm good for a good old keep a note in the pocket of a comparison. You mm. know, sometimes you got to show them, look at the, oh, look at that. Look at that white person that pulled out that gun on that white man mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Look at that white person that pulled out that knife on that police officer, stole his car, ran over his grandma, and they Damn. told him that he was having a bad day. Right. But then the black man that literally turned around and run got shot in the back. This is why we feel the mm-hmm. way that we feel. And I think that it's important yep. to express it, you know, with seriousness. But, you know, because some of them be scared, you know, yeah. little, you know, we're strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're strong people. So I think that the delivery as well <laughs> as explaining the origin right. and how it's still affecting us, um, you know, would change. And last but not least, I think one of the best examples that I can give people is pay attention to the fact that if you, that Rick Ross entire song was pulled off for one line um uh about rape another person's song was pulled off for one line about LGBT why is it that you we are the only race of people if you say anything about the Jewish community anything about the LGBT community it, <laughs> listen but it but you but but why is it mm-hmm. that you can listen to us, shoot them up, kill them, this all day long. Literally, if Mm -hmm. you can't put one line, but then they pulled uh, an entire song from Jay-Z because it talked about police. They put an entire song from Young Buck because it talked about police. They tried to make N.W.A. illegal. But you can talk about killing us all day long, but if you even, if you say anything about the police, it's a problem. Why is it that uh, something will get flagged if it comes off as um, anti-LGBT or anti-Jewish, but we can look at black bodies being laid on the ground all day long on social media, but you may have a post flag because it has COVID in it. Why? That's crazy. That's a hell of a point, too. Right. Ask them to think about it. Why is our lyrics, why is our, why is the lyrics about us okay to be out there all day long? (laughs) Why hasn't anything, why hasn't anything been Canceled. Right. Even hearing that, like even hearing that right now, thinking about on Facebook, 
if you put the word COVID in your post, if you put any information, you instantly get labeled with that, yep. that blocker. Yep. But we are literally dying. Yeah. And ain't nothing coming up. Don't nope. care. So that, that's, that's a bias, right? The folks who are designing it. It's is, a clear is, bias. Even on Facebook, well, Facebook right is all now, y'all, yeah. Facebook right now, why is it that you can exclude any race of people but white people from ads? You cannot exclude an ad from a white person. I did not know that. But you can oh, exclude really? an ad from any other race of people. If they changed it, they just changed it, like, literally the other day. Wow. And it was brought to their attention, and they still didn't change it. Well, I, I will say this. Mm. We have never run advertising, but we have tried. And you get denied, don't you? Every Every time I get denied, too. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? It is something. I, and I mean every... Because you got black in it. Time. I get denied yeah, because I got fist. vote and hip-hop in it. Yeah. And they hit you with that political stuff. I'm like, when is it been political to be yeah. black? This is how I was born. Every time. I've been frustrated about that for a minute. Like every, it doesn't matter what the image is, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I everyone change it down. It could be two words, you know, because they'd be like, oh, it's too much, too much uh, wording on here. Okay. What about now? It ain't no words. Right. <laughs> you just said no. Yep. Yeah. Then they don't even respond. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, well, no, just we saying. can't let you niggas get too powerful. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what this exactly. Is. Don't exactly. forget the programming here now. Right. Right. We we giving you this this faux freedom around this now. Don't don't <laughs> don't make us take it back. Now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You, you, you brought up the police, and there's a whole lot going on right there. Right. We obviously have got to talk about the whole movement behind defunding the police. There's a lot yeah. of controversy about that right now. There's people standing on both sides. First things first, what does defunding the police actually mean? <sighs> Thank you for asking that question. Yeah. Um, because it's three words that have been weaponized. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you pay attention, don't they always weaponize anything that we do? It's first, I just have to say this. Including our damn skin. It's really interesting that they weaponize any campaign or any slogan or any movement that we do, just like how they did the Black Lives Matter movement. They weaponize that. They weaponize defund the police. Anything that starts to move and that's going to actually create momentous change for black people, they shut it down. But then they put out campaigns that don't even mean what they say it means, mm-hmm. the war on drugs. It was that clearly was that was a war on black people. That was not about drugs. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to put that out there because it's been weaponized. What defund the police, defund the police does not mean that we're going to flick the lights on tomorrow and have no police. Um, what, what it means is, I know, right? <laughs> Oh my God, defund the police doesn't mean that we're saying that we don't want any police at all. No, we're saying we don't want bad police. Right. We're saying that we want to refund the police. We're saying that we want to reinvest some of the resources. We are saying that we want to invest into the community. We are saying that the resources that allow the police to militarize the communities We're saying that the resources that allow the police to buy tanks Mm -hmm. for a dollar, the resources that allow police to buy Tommy guns for a dollar and go into the hood in a way that you would go if you are doing the World War III versus Mm -hmm. how you would go in a white neighborhood, we're saying we don't want them to be able to treat us like we are prisoners of war. We're saying that the police are are not trained to do all of the professions that they're doing. Now, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again because it is the truth, and I speak on both sides. The police first of all, are asked to do too much. We're asking them to be a therapist, (laughs) a mediator, um, you know, uh, uh, a a child advocate. We're asking for them to do CPR and do, you know, like we're asking them to do a lot of different professional things Mm -hmm. that other people, that they're not experts on, that other people went to school to do this 
Thank you so much for saying. I want to take a screenshot. Somebody just said it. You have 48 people on here, but it says your your page on your page is only five looking. They always do. And this is exactly what we were talking about. They always mm -hmm. do this. I'm going to continue on, though. Um, the thing about it is, is defunding the police actually means, hey, guys, these, these things that you are not professionals on and you're not experts on, do you mind if we bring in the experts, the people that went to school for this, the people that have dedicated their life to this, mm -hmm. that have still, still have student loans that they're paying on? Do you mind if we bring in mental health advocates in those cases like Walter Wallace where you're killing people in front of their mother when mm. they really needed help? Do you guys mind if we bring in people that may can help with, with uh, people that have drug addiction problems? It's just like Rayshard Brooks. Somebody could have literally knocked on that man's window. But we, we really need to reallocate the calls that go to the police. Oh. In a perfect world, we would have people that live. The other thing is this. It's also reevaluating. Like, if you look at these budgets, the budgets for police, the, most of the budgets for police are about 50 to 70 times the budget for the community that are act that is actually in need for instance and then on top of that mm -hmm. if they get to decide what they're not going to do and we don't get resources back why do we not get to move for instance APD said earlier this year you know what guys we're not answering uh car accident calls anymore unless you're about to die or unless somebody was seriously injured we're not coming to the calls anymore i'm sorry did you give any of that money in your budget back right did you ask the community who pays your bills and then on top of that it's also a lot of things that a lot of people don't know like for the fact that you know They'll fire a lot of these police officers, right? The police union will go back and they will fight for them to be, they'll find some type of loophole, they'll get them back on, they'll, they'll get their pension back, and then they transfer to another police force in a different town. Mm -hmm. They know it's no database. Mm -hmm. First of all, if if you can if any police officer in the world, excuse me, if any police officer in the United States can look into a database and see everything that you've done. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Since you were a baby in any state, why is it that we can't look at their conduct? Right. Why is it that we can't look it at their record? Them. And then why is it that mm -hmm. when they kill one of us while they're supposed to be paid, why is it that we pay for it? If the police unions, if you can step in and buy them a lawyer, hey, pay for You know what? Pay for pay for them. The police officers, is they are the only occupation that can kill someone legally and not go to jail about it and not have to prove why they killed you. Not even the judge, not even the president of the United States. And then if every other profession has to get a licensure for their profession, why don't they have to get licensure? Doctors have to get insured. Doctors have to get licensures and they have to be insured. Now, if they were to have to, if police officers were to have to pay for their own insurance, mm -hmm. We will be in a different type of situation. Yeah. And last but not least, my last point, other places in the world, y'all, our police here, we, it's, not a, it's not a secret. They, they're police in, what, less than a year, right? Right. Uh, so you, a barber has to go to school longer. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, in other hey, countries. But, you know, them clippers dangerous, right? You, it's you more know, dangerous than In, than in other countries, <laughs> they have to, in order to be a police officer in other countries, first of all, a lot of them don't carry weapons. For a lot of people that's in other, that be like, they don't kill people here and be like, why ain't they just fighting back? You guys don't have anything to fight outside of a baton, okay? Some mm -hmm. of y'all. So it's not the same situation. Anyway, um, police officers in some other countries, they are required to go to school for two to five years. In those countries where, in, in the average country where the police officer is required to do three to five years of schooling, 
Their police record of police killings mm -hmm. is literally the same, excuse the same amount of same bracket of percentage or lower for 10 years as it is the average police force of six months in the United States. Wow. Damn. Wow. So in 10 years, on average, they are killing less folks. They're killing the, the same amount that months. they're killing people in in, in 10 years wow. is the average amount of people that is killed in the United States in six months. It's because they are not adequately educated or trained to do yep. the full scope of the job that we, that excuse me, that the government and the community and, you know, this system is asking them to do. That's why the police need to be defunded and they more solely need to have a divestment of resources that don't attribute to the community. Wow. Mm. Sorry, yeah. so long, but I nope. had to. We appreciate that. For, I mean, it's, it's obvious that you don't know much about the topic, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> now you delivered that. Or, or passion in the body. No passion. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So to, to take it a step further, right? For those people who are in favor of defunding the police and have now learned what that really means, what can they do, right? Are, are there any actions they can take? to voice their concern or voice their ideation about how this is. Yes, absolutely. You need to educate the people who are still ignorant to it. Because honestly, if you think that defunding the police means to throw away the entire police force, then that's your fault for not educating yourself. And after you find out, for you to continue on, that's your problem again. And I need you to also pay attention to mainstream media and the fact that anytime a movement gets big with black people, that's they weaponize it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's I think it's yeah. because we allow them to. Because what are we doing <laughs> right now? Black people is telling other black people, stop saying defund the police. Don't say that no more. We don't even, people, some people don't even want to say Black Lives Matter because of how much they've demonized it. I'm going to be a leader and say that as activists and people that work on police reform, we need to do a better job of educating people on what the action steps is instead of just um, getting them on board to the campaign. Because sometimes people don't, people feel like, oh, well, if you tell them too much, they may, no, no, no. We cannot, and somebody told me this, that you can't give them drops while they're gouging them with bullshit. Yeah. Right. You just don't get through. And so I think action <laughs> steps would be Looking into what does, you know, investing into your community means. Look at the police budgets in your area and look at what areas in your community are inadequate and look at what police resources in their budget that is clearly implicit, you know what I'm saying, like bias. And it's clearly being used, you know, um, mm. To add to a detriment in your community. Yeah. I think that you can start there because it's a lot of people in each communities that's working on these things. And I think that we need to um, stop so much looking for the national leaders because it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's Nipsey's and it's Martin Luther's and it's Malcolm's right in your community. Yeah, yeah. Don't bypass yeah. those people and the yeah. things that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because you could be updated on what's sometimes it's things because <laughs> it's been things that I've been complaining about and people like, nah, Shar, we got a program like that. Let me show you what's going on right here. You know what I'm saying? So I think that we need to make sure that we do our due diligence um, to see what's already out there and what's going on and how we can be involved in movements in our community instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. It's crazy. I damn near get more support from people out of town mm -hmm. than, you know what I'm saying? And 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 so, you know, we got to meet each other halfway. Yeah. It would seem wow. to me that, that people who truly claim to support the police would be more interested in the idea of defunding the police than they appear to be, right? Because ultimately, they seem to they seem to gravitate more towards silencing our voice than supporting their own initiatives. Because at the end of the day, I want the police that respond to a call that should be responded to by police to be focused, right? I want them to have the time to get there as opposed to having been involved in three calls earlier that should have been handled by a different professional. I think everybody wins then, right? Yeah, I, well, I think that, you know, the good cops need to stand up more. Yeah. And and yeah. and it's sad yeah. that it, and see here's the thing. The sad part is is that the police are such a gang and the police is is some police it's some let me make sure I you know because you know y'all be y'all be <laughs> y'all be y'all be looking for something to try to attack. 
because I can't say that every police in the world is bad. I right. just don't know too many of y'all good ones. You just you just ain't came up on me yet, bro. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, the sad part is, is that I've talked to some cops right. that have said, Shar, it's dangerous for us to speak up. Why is it dangerous for you guys to speak up? Is it because some of even y'all police officers feel like it's a gang? Could that be it? Could that be it? Yes, it is. It's gangs within mm -hmm. the police force. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that um, we have to focus more on the corruption that's going on. And, we, and it needs to be um, an easier way for us to get rid of those cops versus so much red tape. Um, because it's too, it's too many rules that says we have to go through them to prosecute them. <laughs> right. Mm, Which is the core sense. of the problem. Yeah. And y'all have an immunity, but that's another day. We had Nakaya Jones on it, and she talked mm. a lot about what happens behind the threats that she got as an officer, the, the safety concerns. You know, mm -hmm. my point of view is, one, I, I get it. I, I get that it may be unsafe for a single officer to speak up. But what that tells me is there needs to be more of a collaboration yeah, between that mean, that those good officers to stand up. If, mm -hmm. if there are enough of you all, then you should have some, some weight in your ass. You should be able to fight back. You should be able to push back a little bit. And we bit. need to defund the police. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. The craziest thing in the world to me is the fact that we keep falling for it. Yeah. Like, and I get it. I get <laughs> like it, y'all. Some, some people is like, okay, if it's that much of a problem, then just don't say defund the police. Just say a different word. And I said to them, I said, listen, the, I get what you're saying. But why, but why exactly they're going to weaponize the next one? And more importantly, why do we always have to change our shit? Right. They don't never change their shit. Mm -mm, they don't we have to. always have to. And that's a, to me, and it's like, I get it, you know, because I, I, I fight with this sometimes with. You know, just shard. Sometimes just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Just let them do whatever they're going to do. But at the same time, how many times and how long are we going to conform yep. for their comfortability while we're dying? Yeah. It's like we, you know, it's, it's crazy because That's they it. would never, dying. they would never say to the Jewish community, don't say that Hitler eradicated you guys. Just say that he didn't like some Jews and he he took some different routes in the way that he wanted more Germans right. to be in this area than right. than Jewish yeah, uh, he, heritage people. They would never say to the Japanese, don't say that we bombed you. We didn't. Don't say that we blew you to a million pieces. Just say that you lost a couple soldiers while they were out at bay and it didn't work out. And we're going to take it and, and see. Mm. And that brings me to my next point. That's so, that's, that's it's so always, important. it's so radical. It's not radical for the Jewish community to get reparations oh, for yeah. something that didn't happen on American soil. Right. It's not radical for people that died in the Titanic to get reparations. It's not even radical, apparently, for Kim Kardashian's people to get uh, reparations. But why is it radical for the people that, that built this country who still don't even own 1% of the wealth that they created? Why is that still radical? We got money for everybody. They got time for everything but us, black people. Pay attention. Yeah. We have to make them. They never gave us nothing. So will. when we keep rolling over or conforming to the way that they want us to be for their greater good and to make them feel better, it's a detriment to ourselves. Now, that's not to take away from the political strategists. I get what you guys are doing, but once again, it's different positions within the movement. Yeah. And it's some of y'all that, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's some of us that may, that may need to change the wording for the greater good of your campaign or the circles that you are within to further your initiatives that you already have in place. But as a whole, I'm not, no. Nah. I love it. Yeah. Stop sugarcoating shit. Right, you, you gotta hit the truth. It's too raw for you to sugarcoat It's a different form it. of code switching, and that is what, and see, the thing about it is, is that every time we give in so easily, mm -hmm. we give them another, uh, we give them a, a, another piece on a chessboard for yeah. them to be like, oh, we know how to handle them this way. That's Absolutely. why they don't be tripping yep. about marching, because they know how to handle marching any way you come from, okay? But they don't know how to handle educated revolutionaries. That's right. 
They don't That's know right. how to handle yeah. people that understand their system and the hood. Mm-hmm. They so got to take to, a we, different approach. We have to rally behind those individuals that, that scare them because if we don't support them, they find ways to shut them down by criminalizing them, murdering yeah. them. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, they're good for we them. We got to understand what leverage is. Oh, 100%. Oh, using leverage. Don't get it. 100%. Yeah, it's like we, we, we like, oh, well, you know, let's just do this instead of doing what's working. Because so it's, right. it's, you know, I don't know how long it's going to work. First what? of all, I need y'all it's to understand working. that it's never been a revolution that was not bloody. Say that again. It's never going to be a revolution. Correct. That is like, you know, and the thing about it is, is that, whew, I had a conversation with one of my activism friends the other day, and she was like, I've accepted that I may not see change in my lifetime. Well, mm. I haven't accepted you, that. Yeah, why would you accept that? I haven't accepted that. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I don't. I don't. If you accept that, you give up your power. Exactly. And your leverage. Yeah. yeah. You've already gave up. Like, I need yeah. y'all to understand where we are right now. Exactly. Any, somebody said any, shout out to DJ Brother Jay. He said any conversation that doesn't address murderous cops is a distraction. And, and I'm glad you said that because pay, I need y'all to pay attention to something real quick. You remember how I was saying that they um, demonize any of our slogans and campaigns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or weaponize Notice yeah. how, notice how every time the average Republican gets up, the president or anybody that is automatically going against the movement Notice how even, even from, I mean, and I mean everybody, I ain't even going to say just Republicans because it's Democrats too. They have a whole lot to say about the KKK. They got a lot to say about the Proud Boys. They got a lot to say about Antifa. They got a lot to say black, about Black Lives Matter. They got a lot to say about the looters and rioters, but they have nothing to say about the core existence of why we're in the streets in the first place, which is the police. Why aren't you weaponizing or demonizing the police? Why, why, why is that left out of the conversation? They're talking about everything surrounding it. Yeah. Even, I mean, I literally, I mean, to the point where I watched Biden um, just before the uh, they just before the uh, election took place. I remember him them asking him um, about how he felt about the looting and rioting in Philadelphia, and he said, "It's no excuse. I don't support defunding the police. As a matter of fact, I want to give more money to the police, as some black men's bodies." laid on the ground. Mm. And I'm just like, wow. They really will discuss anything but the core issue. Yeah. Mm. And if they why have why haven't they demonized that portion, y'all? You gotta mm. you yeah. gotta ask yourself those questions. You yep. got to. Mm. Mm. So mm-hmm. you brought up Biden. So we, we've got to talk about <laughs> the impact of voting and activism and, and, and Biden himself, right? Because what I feel like has happened is I saw a whole lot of people out celebrating in the streets, dancing when, when Biden won, right? <laughs> and, and I get it to a point. I'm happy Trump is no longer going to be there. But the reality of this is, is like, who did we put this? to me, this is not a huge win, right? We just bounced back from, a, from, from an impact, but we had these same problems four years ago, 20 years ago, 48 years ago. Yeah. Right? We're still there, right? Biden is not the savior. He is not the and, savior. And, and we, we, we so desperately wanted Trump out of office that we forgot to ask for shit. No, it's a we dangerous to thing to say shit. anybody but Trump. It is. It's dangerous. Let's talk about that a little bit. Where, where, where are you at with that? What part? I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, honestly, you know, it's interesting because... I was screaming that we needed to get more out of these candidates. Um, Absolutely. Way back before we even voted. As a matter of fact, I went on MSNBC and I was saying, and I was talking about how. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. The lift every um, uh, voice plan is mm-hmm. is it's lacking some fundamental things with not just dealing with the police, but also, you know, black people, even down to like if you if I don't know if people really be reading these documents. They don't. <laughs> you, they don't because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, I remember a lot of people saying, you know, how much better his plan was than Trump's. But I'm like, did y'all read how cocaine and crack disparity is still not changed? How, you know what I'm saying? It was parts in there where they were talking about it's still mandatory minimum sentencing for drug dealer leaders. But we know that 
you know, anything they can. It's a lot of things they can be qualified for that. Right. Um, I Everybody's think that it was when they want you to be. But I, I don't think it's a perfect politician. Right. No. I don't think that no. we're ever going to have a perfect politician. And the politician and will I be a savior. That, I think that um, us getting Biden. I think that black people getting Biden into office. I just, I just wish that I, I wish that we were not so not so focused on getting Trump out of office that we didn't lay out an accountability plan for mm -hmm. Biden. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that we were just so ready to be over with Trump that we didn't even take into accountability that it could be an opportunity that he may not do what we want. You know, but I, I'll be, you know, like, I knew that it was going to be a problem when everybody tried to drag Ice Cube and, and oh, I yeah. remember somebody somebody mm -hmm. had posted a meme with a uh, red hat and it, it changed the letters from Make America Great Again to I was trying to help your dumb ass. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's so sad that we are so conditioned mm -hmm. and so used to receiving so little yeah. that we think that we, we will label our own people as crazy if we're just asking for equalness. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, but at this point, I think that black people as a whole need to come together and make sure that we get on the same page mm -hmm. of what our top issues are as a people and um, what we need to be done. Because, see, the thing about it is, is that this doesn't happen with other, you know, with 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 a lot of other races. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Asian community and the Jewish community and the Latino community, they know who they're going for because they sit down with these they lay out their plans. They look for a candidate to support those initiatives and after that they're pushing that candidate no matter what. You know why? Even if they're doing some bullshit to another community because they've already taken care of their home. Mm -hmm. We take care of everybody but us. And we have to not be afraid to ask for what we need. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I agree. I yeah. think that they I think that they were smart enough to use our frustration and high level of emotion with Trump. Oh yeah. To force us into some other and, and here's the thing, it's I also believe that Biden individually is better than Trump. Oh, absolutely. But a presidency no isn't about Biden individually. It's about the system that he stands Correct. on, the people who support it, and the type of people. That shit ain't changing. Mm -mm. Only no. thing that changes is the face. I think black I think we collectively have become comfortable with incremental change. Right? Like that is okay. Incremental change and is it's okay. not okay. It is not okay. They, they have managed our expectation okay. of what's right down to people, transformational I think change. People are just I don't even think it necessarily that it, you know, we can just say automatically that he's better than Trump because we haven't seen what he's done. And in his 50 mm -hmm. years of government, we still sure. need his, some more. His record but is, the, is, but, is, is, but is rough. Fact, but the fact of the matter is, is that we have to hold anybody accountable and not think that just because we don't dislike this person as much as the other one, right. that that makes them better. Because your dislike for Trump does not make Biden a better a better candidate, yeah. what his initiatives make him a better candidate. And we have to stop voting off of emotions so and true. fear. It, it was a lot of fear-mongering to push people to vote versus actually discussing the policies and the yep. change that was going to transpire. Ultimately, I think we missed an opportunity to force people to pay attention to our needs. And now oh, we're locked into four more one. years. Now that's we're locked a good in. one. But listen, y'all, Hey, listen up here, Biden team. Now, y'all seen how people jumped on the other side of the Trump wagon. Don't think that people won't jump on the side. It's a lot of people. Say we it. are going to hold <laughs> you all accountable. You know, like y'all said that, that we needed to trust y'all because it was going to be different. What's up? That's it. That's yeah. It. We just got to find out how to do that, like how to make that tangible. Because, I mean, <laughs> we're in a system that's not designed to do what we're asking it to do. So unless people are put into positions that actually make that happen, right. we'll get the same thing that we always got. That's it. That's yeah. Cool. But it, it, it won't be incremental. It has to be transformational. We are, at the, we are at the end of our time. What we always do, first off, it's been amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you for having me. This was really amazing. dope. We definitely spoke on some topics that I hadn't got a chance to speak on that some of I'm my people was probably going to feel some type of way about me speaking on, but it needed to be said. Hey, sometimes yeah. you got to say it. But at the end, we always like to give the mic to our guest and let you close us out. You can tell the people whatever it is that's on your heart to tell them. 
as long as that includes how to follow you, how to get with you, how to see what the <laughs> hell you're doing. And you're doing a lot, so they need to follow you. Thank you all so much for having me. Um, I love what you guys are doing. Keep on keeping on and keeping a platform where people can come on here and, and talk real and not feel like they need to cold switch. Because yeah, sometimes man. you got to cold switch amongst your own goddamn people. So anyway, true. but <laughs> but um, but no, I have a lot of things coming up. Please follow me. Um, I am Sharbates with an S, not a C. Um, and turn on your post notifications because y'all see how Facebook be doing me. <laughs> but um, I actually just opened up a creative space. Um, we're doing our first creative shoot where you can come in and take pictures in front of the winter wonderland scene. Um, and we did an old school twist because I'm all about the family. So you can do your own pictures um, or you can, uh, we have a photographer that you can hire. Um, but if you are a content creator If you do skits If you do scenes If you do movies My spot is set up For you to come in And do dang near A whole movie On a video budget um, <laughs> <laughs> And um, aside from that You can find me out here Fighting for my people um, You know I encourage everybody To get involved Get activated In some type of way um, Find your purpose And you know Kill it um, Don't be afraid It's never too late um, it's, it's, if you think that you can't do something because you don't have enough money, then you'll never be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazon was started, what, in a garage? Something like so that. So was Apple. Wow. Man. Yeah. So understand that you are who you are for a reason and there's nobody like you and nobody can do what you do the way that you do. And we need you and we're waiting on you to take your position in, in, in your city, in this world and in this universe. And yeah. Amen. 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 Love Archie, you got anything, brother? Love it. I love it. People just do do what you need to do. Cool. <laughs> cool do what you cool. need to do. You know what it is. Well, people, if you are interested in supporting the movement, remember to be you because you is who they need. That's it. Wild Black. Peace. We out. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.